welcome fiends to the Double D Movie Night Podcast. This is a full episode. Yay! This week's episode is Lake Placid from 1999. I would call this a creature feature. Sure, that makes sense. Right? It's a creature and it's a feature. Creature feature. Okay. So before we get into the review, as always, let's do some fun facts. The crocodile, as CGI or animatronic, has only about 3 minutes and 43 seconds of screen time. Yeah. Is that what you gathered? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't really show too much of him. No. And you would think because he was like technically the main character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he only has about, let's round it up to four minutes. Sure. Four minutes screen time. Uh, Betty White's character is told that PETA uh, would be interested to learn of her alleged mistreatment of her cows. But in reality, Betty White is a major on-air spokeswoman for PETA. Um, how do you feel about PETA? No comment. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Me too, though. No comment. Betty, you live your best life, Betty. I got no comment on PETA. The largest crocodile in captivity was Lolong, who measured 6.17 meters, or 20 feet and 3 inches, when he died from pneumonia in February 2013 in the Philippines. The crocodile depicted in the movie is over twice as long as that one. Right? I thought they kept saying 30. Yeah, I know. Were they talking about the other crocodile that what's his, the crocodile guy was like swimming with? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fine. He's whatever. <laughs> While the film is supposed to be in Maine, there are no scenes filmed in Maine. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. And it didn't look very Maine-y. It looked nah. more New York-y than Maine-y. In one scene, a cow appears to be dangling from a helicopter. A live cow is actually lifted in a colic sling by a crane. In the final edit of the film, the cow appears to be dangling from the helicopter. Did you know that was a real cow that they dangled? I mean, it looked pretty real. I, yeah, I was going to keep that as a secret, but then I figured you probably knew that it was a real cow, right? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of tell the difference. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I, I saw the scene and I was like, hmm, he's a real cow. Mmm, <laughs> cow. <laughs> I said... Let's hope they didn't drop the real cow. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Filming the movie had to be postponed due to poor weather conditions. Director Steve Miner took on directing duties for Halloween H2O while he was waiting to shoot at Lake Placid. Which is weird. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't even realize he was the same guy. <laughs> no. Not that Halloween H2O was memorable mm-hmm. in my book, but... True. The man who created the crocodile for the film was none other than Stan Winston. Winston was also created of the monsters in Aliens and Jurassic Park. Well, that would explain why the crocodile was pretty damn good. I know. For 99, mm-hmm. that is some good CGI and animatronics. Yeah. I am shocked. Because usually it's like super cheese and you can really, really, really tell. I mean, you can tell. Yeah. But usually it's real bad. You know. Like a like a rubber turkey. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't bring up the fucking turkey anymore. I'm getting upset. 
In the hospital, someone can be heard paging Mr. Minor in the background. Lake Placid was directed by Stephen Minor. <laughs> I know. Fun facts aren't really that exciting this week. <laughs> this movie is set on a fictional... Fictional. <laughs> fiction. Don't laugh at the trash. Uh, this film is set on a fictional lake in Maine named Black Lake. The movie title refers to one of the early scenes when the sheriff says they wanted to call it Lake Placid, but the name was already taken. Finger guns! Finger guns! Still still perplexed by that whole thing. It's like, you could have just took that scene out and called it Black Lake. No confusion. Or you could just call it Giant Gator. Right? Giant Croc. Like, why do well, you name a movie, a movie like that after already. a line and a scene that doesn't even need to be there? And it's not even a memorable scene. No. Because, frankly, I don't remember it. And not only did they name the movie after it, but they named a whole series of movies. Six, I think there's six, six of them, Six or right? seven. I know. And we might make that into a series. We might have to. Just because I am damn curious. Maybe one of them actually took place in Lake Placid. That'd be pretty I cool. I doubt it, but... I'd really have to dig for that, though, I think. I just, you know... I just don't understand why they made that decision. Really, though? No. So since the fun facts were kind of shit, I did a little bit of digging. Mm -hmm. Because Lake Placid is a real place. Indeed. And I've seen it. I'm so proud of you. I want to go to Lake Placid. I mean, we just think about, like, uh, East Aurora, but a lot more fresh air and mountains. <laughs> Well, East Aurora is awfully close to the city, so... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that, gonna... that whole small Obviously... town vibe, well, yeah. small shops. And they got, like, five and dimes and shit, because I'd be down for some five and dimes. They shopping. got some awesome little shops up there. Why the fuck have you never taken me to fucking... It's kind of far. <sighs> I am absolutely devastated right now. <laughs> Definitely not finding any uh, chains up there. Well, no. There's none. Well, yeah, and I just want to go up there and play... I bet it's fucking expensive, though. Well, I mean, yeah. They gotta survive. True. But anyways, Lake Placid is a real place. Indeed. And the myth of the Lake Placid alligator is a real thing. The myth, not the alligator. Or the crocodile. Whatever you want to call it. So again, why did the movie choose Black Lake? I know, I know, I know, I know. Make sense. I know. <laughs> just, uh, you know, you're just gonna have to let it slide. Because there's like five more of those we have to watch. Yeah. Not stoked about it, but I will do it. I'm not a very forgiving person. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll give we'll give plenty of time between each Lake Placid <laughs> so that, you know, it's just an ongoing shit show. <laughs> just long term shit show. So because the fun facts were so and they weren't really that great and not really much was learned from that, I thought I would give you some tidbits. Oh shit, fun facts and tidbit. Sound like a redneck. Tidbit. Okay, so first tidbit, there's only two, but the second one's more interesting than the first one. Mm -hmm. Tidbit. Uh, the first tidbit is about the gator. In the late 1800s and early 1900s, it became fashionable to have exotic pets, and many small alligators were among those carried home from Florida to the Adirondacks. Most of them were less than two feet long. Some escaped from their owners, while others were released into the wild. That makes me so fucking mad. Mm. It's like people that, like, keep exotic pets and then, like, release pythons yeah. and fucking ferrets mm -hmm. and hamsters just in the backyard. Yep. If you don't, if you can't commit, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. 
It makes me so mad. It is unclear what became of the survivors, like the mirror lake alligator, or the many pets kept by private individuals, or the ones at the Lake Placid Club in 1933. That's another tale that defies belief. George Martin, the swimming instructor at the club, captured, with help, a seven-foot-long alligator from southern Georgia's Okanoki, 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 Okanoki? Sure. Okefenoki. Okefenoki! That's what it says. Okefenoki swamp. There's an F in there. Ah. Yeah. Uh, They wrapped the reptile's large jaws in wire and prepared to take him north. Isn't that fucked? You just take him. Don't bring him here. He's going to freeze his little tushy off. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to get cold for him. Way too. I mean, it's even colder up there. So. I know. You've told me all the scary things. Yeah. That's why I only want to go in like Snow. spring and summer. Snow in September and stuff. Ugh. I just want to go in the one month where there is no snow. Mm. Okay. This is the second story, which is a little bit more interesting, mm-hmm. I think. And I think it would just... Never mind. Just, it's more interesting than the first story. Okay. This one is about the lady in the lake. Have you heard the story? You lived up there, so. No. <sighs> on September 21st, 1933, Mabel disappeared while rowing on Lake Placid. She was a successful educator, uh, creating and serving as the first dean to the New Jersey College for Women at Rutgers which was later renamed Douglas College in her honor. Her family was about to close up camp in Onondaga, Onondaga. Onondaga. Onondaga? Okay. Close up camp Onondaga for the season and head back to Jersey the next day when Douglas went out for a paddle. She wasn't seen again for just a week short of 30 years. Hmm. 30 fucking years. Scuba scuba drivers. Beep, beep. Scuba divers found Mabel's body on September 15, 1963, in the depths of Lake Placid near Pulpit Rock, named because it looks like a clergyman could preach from the top of it. Is that, is that what it looks like? It looks like a pulpit? I mean, I've never seen it. You're full of lies. Well, I wasn't in Lake Placid. I visited Lake Placid. I was in Paul Smith. Yeah, but did you not go to the lake and lake it? No. Didn't you climb the white the white thing? We drove up to white white face, but we didn't see. And it. you were like, "Fuck that!" You go down. No, I'm not gonna climb. <laughs> I am not an experienced mountain climber. Well, the first two divers followed Pulpit Rock as it plunges straight down through the depths of the water, finding an old guideboat on a rock shelf, then continuing down. Continuing. <laughs> you know what? Trash mouth. I'm not doing it again. As they approached the bottom, 105 feet below the surface, they saw what they thought was a mannequin, put there as a practical joke. It wasn't until one of them grabbed its arm and it detached from the rest of the body that they realized it was a human, perfectly preserved due to the depth and cold water. The chemical makeup of the water and the conditions were just so that the outer layers of tissue of Mabel's body slowly started to turn into soap, which is called soponification. Indeed. Very interesting subject I might want to get into at some other point. Giving her skin a hard, waxy, white look that gave the divers the initial impression that she was made of plastic. She lay on her right side with her legs together in a crouching position. She looked like she had just died five minutes ago. The divers noticed a rope tied around her neck, which was attached to an anchor. One of the divers, Air Force Staff Sergeant Richard Nerfenegger, don't look at me like it says Niffenegger. Okay. Niffen? Niffenegger? I can't see the screen. Your glasses are doing a great job. Uh, Air Force Staff Sergeant Richard 
uh, motioned to the other 18-year-old Jimmy Rogers to stay with the body as he returned to the surface, where he intended to get rope to mark the spot where the body lay so the police could investigate. As Jimmy waited with the body in the deep, dark water, he grew disconcerted by the way Mabel looked like she could wake up at any second. He decided to bring her body to the surface himself. As he rose through the water with her, Mabel's face disintegrated before the eyes of the divers who were coming down to help Jimmy. Her arm, her other hand, and her head fell off in the process of getting her body out of the water. All that was left by the time it was brought to the funeral home was a body that resembled little more than a sculptor's rough clay form of an unfinished human statue, according to the book A Lady in the Lake, which was written about the incident. I thought that was a much more interesting story. Yeah, kind of gross. Why is it gross? I wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> well, like, as I'm, like, reading that, uh-huh. I'm picturing exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Have you ever seen soap modification before? No, I've heard about it. In, like, the human body? Not in soap banging. Human body soap modification. Well, my brother, he went to mortuary school, so Indeed. I got a real in-depth discussion about that uh-huh. when I was younger. And I was like, all right. So the whole idea is just interesting to me. Not gross. <clears throat> Let's get into the review. Mm-hmm. Now that we've spent a good chunk of time dilly dallying, oh, it's the airba. About twenty minutes dilly dallying. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, did you want to read the synopsis? I could read the synopsis. Are you sure? Cause I don't. Can you read? Nope. You can't read. I'm so sorry. Never. You can never read, or you never read. Both. <sighs> You're silly. Okay. So the synopsis: three people. Attempt to stop a gigantic crocodile who is terrorizing residents in Black Lake, Maine. You gonna you gonna start bitching right now? Go ahead, go bitch. <laughs> now is your time well, to I mean, complain. They've already heard it. They've gotten this far. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and if you haven't gotten this far, you suck. <laughs> and so does your dog. Gross. Don't. You're nasty. I have to put my glasses on. Overall, let's just do a quick overall without the small things that piss us off. Do you enjoy this movie? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty decent i mean like i've seen it i've seen it before once a long time ago probably when it first came out so i didn't really remember it so coming into it i was expecting a lot worse than what it was just not because i knew what the movie was about and i was you know you think about every other kind i mean you think about like sharknado and crap like that so i was kind of expecting something (laughs) on those lines yeah so but it was not it was not i don't know about the rest of them we'll have to wait and see they could get significantly more corny. Or bad. Just or ba- bad. Just, yeah, just plain It could bad. go from, you know, Lake Placid to things killing real fast. Right, right. Well, hopefully it doesn't, but we'll see. I mean, they had some pretty big names in they this did. movie. And but, on, on, you know, on, on either side of the camera. A lot, a lot of these movies, you know, they start off in the first one with the big names, and they go to sequels. And they're like, oh, we can't get anybody to do the sequels. And because that's when they get, suck. And that's when they get bad. That's because sequels blow. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like the Halloween franchise. Right. Uh, I've got no words for Halloween 3, so we're just going to... Yeah, we'll leave it alone. We'll leave it alone. We won't touch it. The Jason series, or Friday the, Friday the 13th series, and right. Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are like the only sets of movies that I... Well, Aliens. I like yeah, Aliens, yeah. too. But those are like the only sets that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And they're good all the way through. Yeah. But also, they kept most of the cast all the way through. Right. So I got a question. Mm-hmm. If you were, say, camping mm-hmm. at a lake, mm-hmm. and you saw a creature just fucking come out and uh, eat your best friend, 
Mm-hmm. Well, how do you? How, what would you? What would you do about that? Uh, I would. I would go and leave that place. Oh. I would. I would not stick around. No. No. I would be so intrigued. I might stay for a couple days. See what happens. Mm, no. <laughs> Why? Just imagine. Oh. It, but okay, you know what I would do is I would call animal control or the rangers and be like, yeah, something. "You have a fucking giant reptile living in your lake. Get the fuck over here, yeah, because it's gonna eat somebody." Well, it already did, but I mean, I might, I might watch like from from like something protective. What? I'm what? not going in the boat with them. You're in a fucking. <laughs> you're in the woods. What's protective? You're gonna climb up a tree I mean, and yeah, hope to God he can't maybe get there's you. There's like a tree stand or a cabin or something. Oh, please. That alligator not, would have eaten a cat. I'm, I'm not going in a boat. What the? I would. Mm-mm. I don't like boats. Never mind. Fuck that. No. No. That lady was nuts. Oh, my gosh. She, she got knocked in the so water like three times. Oh, yeah. No. She, well, she, what did she weigh? Like three pounds? Still. She was, uh, yeah. <laughs> but she can my favorite thing is that she kept having severed heads thrown at her. Yeah. And she just, like, flipped out. She's like, I keep having heads thrown at me. Well, bitch, maybe you should just go home. <laughs> Get away from the fucking heads, man. Anyway. Anyways, so CGI was fantastic for the time. Yeah. I mean, it's not fantastic for now. I was, I was surprised in the overall quality of the film. Just the picture, you know, everything, considering, you know, from 99. Yeah. Like if you compare for that type it, of film. if you compare it to like other things around that same time, like Anaconda, mm. was that from the same time? Probably. Was it? Yeah, it's got to be because yeah, I saw that in the theaters. But I mean, yeah, if you compare it, like Anaconda's CGI and animatronics weren't that great. Mm. No. No. And I, I mean, they're okay movies. Like if you need to sit and watch something and pass time. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't intentionally watch those movies. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch Lake Placid again, <laughs> unless, like, one of the kids wanted to watch it or something, right. or, like, if I had a friend that had never seen it, I would gladly watch it with them, but I wouldn't be like, ah, I'm just gonna lay down, have a soda, and watch Lake Placid again. Right. I mean, Betty White makes the whole fucking show. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she's great in everything. She is the best little old lady. I mean, she's been a little old lady since she was born. Pretty much. I mean, I feel like she's been an old lady since forever. And like, what the fuck? And I know she was like smoking hot when she was young, but... She was young a long time ago? Like she went young. Almost a hundred years now. I don't know. She's like climbing the old lady ladder. Mm-hmm. Party, party bitch. I want to know how she's still alive. It's got to be all the cocaine. Something. <laughs> but yeah, like she, she went from like super hot babe to like, oh, it's your grandma. Overnight, it seems. <laughs> Like, I've never seen pictures of her in between Super Hot Babe and Golden Girls. Yeah. Right? Have you? Not that I can recall. You booped the mic. Now it's going to go boop. What did I do? You booped it. I did? Now it's going to go boop on there. Oh, well. And now they're going to listen to us talk about the boop. I mean, you could just cut that out. Never. Anyways, well, Betty White made the movie for me. Bill Pullman, I love him. Mm-hmm. He's always a good time. You know, he's got that, like, squinty, always confused look. Yeah. And he's got that middle schooler haircut part down the middle. <laughs> but, like, he could deliver a one-liner or two. Which is odd, because he doesn't look like the type that would well, be I mean, funny. That's why that's why he did so well in uh, his Lone Star. Oh my god, what a beautiful man he was. I mean, so many one-liners in that movie. The whole movie is just one-liners. <laughs> Literally. The whole script, one-liners. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, he was a gem in that movie. But he doesn't look like he would be funny. He doesn't, like, when you think of funny people, he doesn't come up in my head. But then I see stuff like this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he is funny, isn't he? Huh, hey. So I know that you had to have enjoyed the um the kind of relationship that the, the sheriff and the crocodile hunter had. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty good. It, added, it actually added a lot to the movie. Surprisingly. My voice didn't work then. You just hit puberty. Congratulations. <laughs> Apparently. You're a woman now. It took, you know, 41 years. <laughs> <laughs> You're old. So, surprisingly enough, for as annoying of a character as he was, the crocodile guy, Yeah. I kind of liked him. I feel like he had, like, a really enduring quality about him. Like, you're like, oh, he's a super dork. Mm-hmm. That, like, lives in this fantasy world in his head. Yeah. But at the same time, he totally knows he's full of shit. Like, yeah. when he cut the shit, when she was like, come on, cut the shit. And he actually cut the shit, and he was like, well, what the f- Well, just fuck it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I like him. I kind of like him. And, like, all the mean shit he was saying to the sheriff was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the movie would have been quite boring without without that. The back and forth with Between those, those two. two? Yeah. I really I really do feel like it wouldn't... Even with Betty White, I don't, I don't think it would have carried mm-hmm. as well. I like that he kept setting up the booby traps and the sheriff kept getting <laughs> stuck in the trees and shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like he fell down in the, in the shringy sticks. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was really funny. It's an overall film. Mm-hmm. What, what would you What would you rate this? It's it's tough. Mm-hmm. It is a tough one. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm stuck between like a, a three and a four. Okay. You know, I can't give it a five. No, it's you know, not five it's, worthy. It's not a five worthy. If the whole cast was it's, just it's, Betty White, quite, it would be a five. It's not quite a four worthy either. You know, it's good. But it's like you said, it's not something you're going to go back and, and seek out to watch. Yeah. You know, I don't want to give it something as low as a three, so I got to go in between. I got to give it a three and a half. All right. I was going to knock off that half star because of the name of the movie. And, you know, but... Oh, my God. You already knocked <laughs> off, like, what, two and a half stars for it? Good Lord. No. Um. See, that's where I'm at, too. Like, it's not enough... It's not good enough for me to be like, I really need to watch this at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Like, I have my movies I literally watch once a month because I love them. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, it's not in that realm of movie. Betty White's in it, so that's an automatic boost. Mm-hmm. Gives me a good boost. So, yeah, I am I agree with you on that, and I would say three and a half. And maybe like a 3.55 monkey paw. I don't know how you would make that out of monkey paws, but mm-hmm. maybe like... Three and then like half like a pinky and then like two toenails on top of it. Sounds gross. Don't do that. Don't be gross. So yeah, is it a movie? Like I had never. Okay, let's just be upfront right now. I had never seen the movie before. Mm-hmm. Only reason I never saw the movie before is because I had no interest in seeing the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And then on Betty White's birthday, I saw that she was in that movie. I didn't know she was in the movie until I saw and until I I saw that. And I was like, you know what? We're going to watch that because Betty White's in it. And it's totally worth it as long as I get to see her. <laughs> so that's that's what made me want to watch the movie. I'm glad I saw it after a long time. Yeah. What? Uh, many years? <laughs> after many, many years. <laughs> I finally saw it. I'm glad I saw it. I mean, I won't be buying it to add to my collection of films. No. 
But, I mean, if it gets brought up or if I catch it on TV somewhere, I'll watch it. It's one of those movies. Like, if I catch it, like, flipping through the stations, I'll watch it. Yeah. Like, if there's nothing else on. Well, yeah, but if you're sitting here on a Sunday with your finger in your nose and you're just sort of pooping around on the TV and you you come across it, I'd watch it. Sure. Just for Betty. Betty and her cow. Not just for Betty. She's only in it slightly longer than her cow. For real! <laughs> but the ending. Can we just take a quick second about the ending? Mm-hmm. Precious. That was the most wholesome, precious ending you could have for that movie. Sure. What do you mean, sure? She's feeding all your little babies? Well, I mean, how else do you get five or six more movies? Oh my god, they were so little. And then there was, like, the teenage one that came out and was, like, scared us. Yeah. <laughs> There's one good jump scare in the whole movie and it got us. But not good enough to, like, make me say anything. Nah. I just twitched a little bit. So, yeah. All right. Good movie. Not the best movie. But definitely worth a watch. Sure. See it at least once. At least once. So, that is it. And let's see. I have to go through all the hullabaloo now at the end of the <laughs> episode. Do you want to do it? I don't remember any of them. Oh my god! Alright. I had to sit up because, again, we record in our bed because we're lazy people. And we don't have a recording space. Well, we will. Someday. (laughs) Anyways, this is the end. And if you want to contact us, you can contact us through the group on Facebook. Just type in Double D Movie Night Podcast, I believe, and in the search bar, and you'll find us. It has Bubs. Bubs is holding on to his headphones, listening to classical music. It's super cute. And then, uh, let's see here. You can find us on Instagram at Double D Movie Night. You can email us at Double D Movie Night at gmail.com. And we have a link tree. If you're too lazy to actually do anything and you just would rather click a button, um, it'll take you to, it'll take you to where you can find us. You can buy our merch through there. Um, and you can connect to our Ko-Fi. We do not have a Patreon as we don't know what we're doing yet. We're still new. Patreon's scary and confusing and I don't, I don't think I want to do it. I'm scared. Anyways, <laughs> though, that's how you can find us. I'll put the link for our link tree down below in the, uh, description. Description? No, that's a YouTube thing, isn't it? What's it called? What's underneath the thing called? Description. Okay, fine. It's a description. Don't look at me like that. He's creepy. Okay. (laughs) And we still have pins. If you want pins, let us know. We will send them to you. And I was thinking about putting a discount on a merch store. And if you guys would be interested in that, let me know. Uh, I have a couple exciting new bonus episodes coming up. I have a couple movies planned for my husband to watch. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. I always pick really good ones. And yeah, thank you for listening. If you could share us with your friends and family, um, if you think they would dig us, or if you think it'd be real funny if they listened to us and was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. You could do that too. Um, write a review on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't use Apple, so don't judge. Sorry, Android users, you cannot leave reviews, but you can follow us on your favorite um, podcast apps. And yeah, that is it. That is all. We're going to go now and I have to go work out. I don't want to, but I'm going to do it because I'm a grown up. So we're going to go now and he's going to eat cookies. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow, review, and rate us on your favorite podcast app.